Welcome to Compilation of Lindsay Bauer, and today I have a wonderful guest. I have Miss Jordan Wiener. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I'm happy to finally have like someone on my podcast. <laughs> it's nice to not be alone. Yeah. So, what have you been up to lately? Just like catching up on everything. Um, like moving into the new apartment, kind of just refreshing, getting okay. back into cooking, getting back into working out, like all that Ooh. fun stuff. Yeah, just like trying to get okay. a routine set. Yeah. You know? How, um, what are you doing for working out and like what are you doing for like cooking, that kind of stuff? Break it down for me. Right. So working out, like my biggest thing, it's like my problem was that I, I was going to the gym at one point and I was like, I have to do this amount in order to look like this kind of thing. Yeah. And then I started going to the gym and just moving. And I was like, okay, like, I think I started going to the gym more now for, like, the endorphins in a way. Yeah. Like, just going to, like, sweat off, like, feeling better, like, just moving your body because, like, it's one of those things where, like, if you're stagnant, you start to feel, like, I don't know, that's when you start thinking and all that stuff. But, like, when you go to the gym, even just, like, some days, I just try to even get in, like, 10 minutes on the treadmill. Just something like that, like, mm-hmm. weights and all that. And then as far as, like, food, I've been trying to just do, like, better proteins, like, stuff like that. Like, and Aldi just opened up, so, like, I've been, like, oh, cashing yes. that one in and everything like that. I, um, I am a huge proponent. I'm going to see real quick if, hold on. Um, that was something I have recently, like, I've recently tried to do. Start doing all those things. I feel like a lot of our friend group are trying to do those yeah. things now, too. I know everyone here at the house is, like okay, let's start eating right, Right. let's start working out, Mm -hmm. and the working out thing, I, like, I don't know, well, I was in New Hampshire for all summer, so, like, didn't work out then, and then I just kind of, like, had almost, like, a phobia against it, where I'm, like, if I'm gonna go, I'm gonna have to go way too hard, and all this stuff, and I don't know if you know, but I hired a trainer. Oh, yeah, you told me that part. Yeah, so I hired a trainer, was working out with him, and I was, like, okay, cool, like, this is gonna be awesome, I'm Mm -hmm. gonna... And this man went so hard, like, for no reason. Like, he would have me doing, like, just crazy stuff, these extensive, it'd be, like, three workouts in one, like, three different parts. And, like, I told him, I was, like, I haven't worked out in forever. And I was, like, hey, like, my back's starting to hurt with this. And he's, like, you know, some things you just have to, like, push through. I'm, like, bro, this is, that's not helpful at all. So I totally feel you on the, you know, taking it easy. I ended up not, I don't train with them anymore. Yeah. And, like, kind of doing my own thing. And, and I know we've talked about, like, Mind Pump before, too. Yeah. And, like, I have one of their programs, so I'm doing, like, the MAPS Anabolic and, like, focusing on that. But there are some idiots out there. Like. And I was going to say, like, you did volleyball now. mm -hmm. So do you think that kind of, like almost puts, like, a weird pressure when you go to the gym because you're used to, like, going so hard, like, with, like, practice and stuff like that? That's, yeah, that's a really good question because there's, so there's two sides. Like, my dad's in the fitness industry. My sister's a personal trainer. Like, there's that side. And then there's, like, the me growing up, like, as an athlete. Mm -hmm. And then growing up as an athlete, it was always, like, go hard, go hard, go hard. Like, if you throw up, that's awesome. Like, yeah, and I'm, like, okay, that's easy. (laughs) So learning, like, on, I think because I grew up in a household where my dad and my sister didn't, knew that was wrong, Mm -hmm. and, like, they never pushed me to that. Like, I think I had a good relationship with working out. Um, Very comfortable. Like, I used to bring my friends to the gym, and, like, they'd be, like, oh, my God, there's so many, like, big guys here. Like, how are you comfortable? And I, like, just grew up doing that, like, literally since I was 10 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, dad making protein shakes and stuff right. for breakfast. Like, that was very normal. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so I think I had a good relationship with it because of that. 
Um, but it could have definitely, like, I know a lot of athletes that are just, like, doing, like, hit and, like, yeah, just, like, that's all they know. Yeah, that's all they know. Um, but definitely not for me. What about for you? Did you play any sports growing up or? Yeah, so I played soccer, softball, and then when I got to high school, I played badminton. Oh, Um, I don't know anything about badminton. It was rough. Like, the thing is that I played soccer for so many years and then I I got into high school and I got very intimidated. So I didn't even try out. And that's, like, one of my biggest regrets because, like, I love soccer. Like, if I could, I would do club soccer here. But, like, growing up, my dad was a baseball coach. So before I was even, like, born, like, he had coached Little League. And then as I grew older, he also, like, coached Little League. He played uh, baseball himself. So, like, that's where, like, the grit part came in of, like, never leave anything on the table, which, like, half went into, like, what I do in in life in general, but half of, like, the gym, and, like, I used to be, like, I would go to the gym, and, like, I would do cardio, and, like, a little bit of weight, and I'm, like, it's not enough, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I need to do more, I need to push it, because, because of that mentality of, like, you always have to go, you know, push harder and harder, yeah, which, like, to an extent is good, but sometimes it's, like, you gotta forgive yourself a little bit. Like, waking up the next day and not being able to move is not productive. Yeah. Like, that is not a productive thing. And I um, I think there's a good balance for sure, but the it's the all-or-nothing mindset. And mm. I think that applies to so many things health-related, you know, whether that's journaling, meditation, mm. all these things. It's all-or-nothing, and it's, like, it doesn't need to be that way, right. you know? Um, but I wanted to ask, like, what I always see you, like, I feel like you're very, like, I hate saying this word, like, woke, like, you know, like, you are doing all these types of things where you are working out, you know, and journaling and that kind of thing, and I see you doing yoga, and, like, I feel like you're a very, like, growth-minded individual, um, so what kind of, yeah, no, what kind of other things are you doing, and what's the mindset behind it? Yeah, so, going back, like, with, like, journaling and stuff, like, I tried to make it more mindful because there was a while where, you know, like habit trackers, Mm -hmm. I was doing that and I was like, okay, like I want to make sure I journal every day. And it came to a point where it was almost like I was hard on myself if I didn't journal that day or if I didn't stretch that day because sometimes you just have busy days where you can't do it. So I threw that out and I was like, you know what, I'm going to have this growth mindset of like, I want to journal every day or at least when I can, like if I wake up and I have to go to class in five minutes, like I'm not going to penalize myself, but doing it more like for myself in a way of like if I feel like I need it or just like letting it happen as it happens like if I have time in the morning like I'd love to do it um and just anything to that nature and just with journaling in general like that has opened up such a good thing in my life like just being able to my biggest thing is that I like to wake up every day and kind of just like think around me um regardless of religion or anything like that I think it's just really important to think the world around you and just like see the greatness in a lot like I'm not saying be like a you know like an optimist and everything because sometimes like stuff does kind of suck and you you know like you go through it and you're like today just ain't it like you all have those days but like I try to journal in a way also to kind of like think the world and think like for what I have around me and you know the experiences that are coming and the experiences that I've had so I use it half for like my mental health of kind of just like spilling but half of just like almost like a gratitude journal in a way I like that so do you make it like and this is something that I want like other people to know too because I'm a big journaler Mm -hmm. and yesterday Sydney was talking to me and she was like you know like how like kind of like what do you do for journaling that kind of thing like she's starting and I kind of forgot that not everyone does it (laughs) the same way like Mm -hmm. I've always just written everything and it's changed as I've gotten older like as a kid it used to just be like 
my mom did this and she sucks yeah. and I can't go to the beach alone and blah, 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 and I'm 10 years old. Like, and then the next page would be like, I'm so sorry, mom. I yeah. actually love her so much and this happened. But, um, and I kind of forgot that other people though, like haven't grown up journaling or that kind of thing. And everyone does it differently too. And there's no right or wrong way. So do you like kind of break it down for me? Is there, uh, you know, bullet points that you do or like a certain number, number of like gratitude things you do? Right. So I really, what I do is that I mark the day, I mark the time and I mark where I am. Um, just out of curiosity, like, cause like if I look back, like the other day I was at Westcott cause I was in between classes and I wanted a journal just to get it like done for the day in a way. So I put like Westcott Fountain. So it's like, I can look back and be like, Oh, I remember that day. Um, and then I just kind of just feel, um, you know, reflecting over the weekend, reflecting over the past day, but I try to end every journal with like the same couple of affirmations. So like, I'm grateful, I am healthy, I'm happy, like things of that realm, just to keep it like consistent in a way. Um, depending on the day, sometimes I'll even like bullet point, like to do lists, just to kind of put my brain in check. Like I'm a list person. I love to do lists. Like I love like making pretty ones with like nice pens, like everything like that. Look like, over here. Look at all my pens. Oh no, like, stationary. Have, oh yeah. Ooh. I love it. I love <laughs> it's it so much. It's my favorite thing. So like sometimes I'll incorporate in that, like if I'm feeling really stressed. So I'll be like, okay, today I want to do this, this, and this. Next week I want to start practicing this. So I personally journal in just a way of just like letting everything go. Cause I keep it almost as like my no judgment zone. My, I can say anything. I can, you know, affirm anything. Like if I want to manifest something, I can like that kind of realm. I love that. Do you write to a certain person or do you write to like your future self or you write like to me, I write, I just start writing Mm -hmm. and then I'll say at the end, I always write love Lindsay Bauer and I always sign it. I do the same exact thing. Yeah. And then, but I don't, but I, when I write, I think about, it's really morbid, but I think about who's going to read this when I die. That's what I think about. Mm -hmm. But not everyone's like that. Everyone has a different mindset. Like if it's who, like for your future self, for your past self, like who do you write to? It's funny because I sign it myself as well, but I always feel like I'm writing to myself. Okay. Um, I feel like it's, in a sense, writing to, like, my future self because it's, like, I can look back and see how I was feeling that day, like, and see how much growth has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always sign them. I always do just because I'm, like, I don't know. Like, I have, like, the same mentality of, like, if anyone ever finds these yep. kind of thing. Yep. But, yeah. I... Oh, Lord, if someone reads all my journals, they're so, <laughs> like, over. oh, my gosh, it's over for me. Like, but some of them are so stupid. I'm like, no one would even care about this, but I, I keep them all. Like, that's something I'm not really, like, I'm an eclectic person, but I don't really, like, have certain things I don't care. Like, I'll get rid of. I don't really yeah. care about that kind of thing. I don't have a problem getting rid of things. Mm-hmm. But those journals, like, no, I'm absolutely, like, keeping those, like, forever and mm-hmm. ever. Um Okay, what about, like, meditation, yoga, that kind of stuff? Do you yeah. do – I see, like, meditation I always want to do, but I don't do it at all. Yeah. But, yeah. It's hard to get into. Um, I'm still kind of getting in the groove doing it every day. Um, my mom does it every day, and, and when she does, like, you can tell there's a difference when she does it. Um, but what I do is that I download – I download it's called Mediatopia, hmm. and um, they – my biggest thing is just I space out really fast. So I was finding these, like, guided meditations for, like, 30 minutes. And I was, like, out by, like, two minutes in. So I found this app called Mediatopia where you can pick how long you want them to be. So mm-hmm. I do, like, a two-minute one in the morning. And it's it's nice because it's a guided breathing one. And it kind of lets you think what you want in a way. Okay. 
And then yoga, um, I try to go to classes as much as possible. I want to try to start going again. I went to one last week and it was really awesome. Um, but that's another one of where I was putting a lot of pressure on myself because I was like, oh, I want to do the one where you do like the headstand and like the leg over the face and like doing all this stuff. And I was like, no, like it's just moving your body and stretching your body and just letting yourself feel and move and just like ground. I use it a lot for grounding, mm-hmm. I think. Um, like if I'm really overwhelmed, just like getting back in touch with the world around me and kind of coming back to square one of like, okay, like this is obviously a problem, but it's like, how big is this problem? Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I think that's so important. And at yoga, I'm so not flexible whatsoever, but I used yeah. to have a yoga membership when I was at home mm-hmm. and I would use it to like, I would do the restorative one. So it oh, wasn't like, you didn't need to be very flexible. It was a lot like meditative. People would mm-hmm. fall asleep all the time. <laughs> oh my God. And people would fall, you just hear snores and you're just like, ah, uh, like, are we going to like acknowledge this? <laughs> like, are we, oh, where are we going next? Yeah, like, is this okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's something I do want to get into is yoga and just meditation in general. Yeah. And, and I think it's important. People don't realize like you can do it for two minutes and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. And there's other ways that you can meditate too there's so many different ways and like bringing it back to your breathing or bringing it back to you know not judging yourself when your mind does start to wander that's the biggest that was huge when Mm -hmm. I learned that I was like oh like my first so my high school boyfriend and Mm -hmm. I that's how I kind of like got over him so here's some tea (laughs) basically he was he was starting to talk to one of my friends who was like an outer circle friend right Mm -hmm. and so I'm like Starting to get really upset because I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to get together. And like, she casually brought it up to me one time we were hanging out. She's like, you know who I talked to? I talked to Blake. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I was she's like, like, she I was, was like, targeting. Yeah, I was like, what was the point of that? I was like, thanks. Good for you. Like, nice. So I was like, okay, whatever. So I was going to yoga that time. It was my first like couple years of college. And in yoga, I would force myself to think about them being together. I was like, imagine mm. running into them. They're like dating now. Like, and at first, like, I would have this awful pit in my stomach, and, like, I just wanted to, like, throw up, like, terrible, right? But I'm in yoga class, so obviously I'm just laying there in shavasana or whatever, like, just, like... We love shavasana. We love shavasana. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, whatever. And then eventually, like, each class, I would, like, force myself to think about it, and because, you know, breakups and stuff, that's hard, like... Very, yeah. It's hard. You're thinking about it all the time. So I would think about it, and then eventually I just, like, accepted it. Mm-hmm. And and it never happened, to my knowledge, but <laughs> don't really know. Don't talk to either of them. But it was a way that I became okay with it, and it was on my terms and that kind of thing. So I used kind of meditation for that too, like visualization or, you know, if I'm thinking about something that I'm really nervous about, um, I'll think about that. Or, like, I don't know. There's so many cool things that the mind can do if we let it. And like accepting it. That's you know? a really awesome process. Yeah. I never like thought to even do that. I'm gonna start doing that because it's almost like not like flooding you, but it's like putting yourself in that state so that you're ready if it happens. It's almost like exposure therapy. Exactly. Kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're just kind of like, okay, well, this is gonna happen. Like I'm ready for it now, and right. it it really was very healing. Um, and I've. I have I've done it a couple of other times. Relationships is really the easiest one I think to do it with and the most obvious. Mm-hmm. But I think you could do it too with other things that like you're fearful of or that kind of thing. Um, what what are some of your fears? Like, not to be too deep, but like <laughs> fears that you know you could expose yourself to or things like that. Like, I don't know. Another fear of mine um, I had 
couple semesters ago was like sales and like I had to go up and you know do the speech and like I was very nervous about it so I just kept thinking about it thinking about it like in that state and then when that state the important thing is is when that state's over when you're done meditating or doing whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. then you're done thinking about it exactly that's the important thing because if you're still thinking about it then it's like you're just obsessing and then that's just anxiety honestly yeah (laughs) so I would do that also with that but like are there any other like fear kind of things that you would have that you could expose yourself to or yeah, so my biggest fear, not like fear, but just like I always get nervous in public speaking. Mm-hmm. And it's funny I say that because I'm literally a TA. And yeah. I teach like three classes, like on a, like a Monday. And I remember I was like so nervous going into it. I was like, all these thoughts, just like, what are they going to think of me? Are they going to know that I'm like imposter, like imposter syndrome was hitting. Oh, I was, yes. Like, they're not going to think I'm a real teacher. Like, they're not going to know. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so bad. But I kind of just like took that step back and I was like, I grounded myself first and I was like you know what like what happens happens and the biggest thing that I could take from at least like that pre-meditation is just taking that and just like going in with full force Mm -hmm. and I think that's like what you were saying like with like like you're gearing yourself up so much that when you get there it's almost like you already lived it so it's nice because you go in you're like I'm just gonna get on the table like I'm gonna do how I plan and what happens happens and I think that is another mentality that I bring into like my meditations like whatever happens happens like what like not that everything happens for a reason thing but just like it's gonna happen as it does you know because it's really easy to also just like want to control everything in your life and I'm very type a where I'm like this has to be like that and who's gonna be home at this time to have this like I'm very like whatever so it's just like from that I had to like force myself to get into that like what's gonna happen is gonna happen things settle as they do I like that. Do you, have you always thought like, well, do you think things happen for a reason? I truly do. I truly believe like trust the timing in your life kind of thing. I like that. Um, because like, um, like I rushed AK side twice. Mm-hmm. The first time I rushed, I didn't get in and I was going through a lot of time, like with just like relationships and everything like that. And truly like my headspace that I had then I wasn't ready to grow. I was very stubborn. I was in my ways. Like, I thought I knew the world in my first semester of sophomore year. Like, I was like, I I know what I'm doing. And then I got denied. And it was one of those things where it's like your face is on the pavement and you got to, like, rethink, like, what am I doing? Mm. And it wasn't necessarily that scenario that knocked me out of my shoes, but it was just, like, you know, then I did it again. And, like, the people that I ended up meeting that round, like, it made a lot more sense. And that's just, like, one example out of many but it's just, like, one of those things where it's, like, things fall as they may, and that, you know, not getting too, like, religious or whatever, um, like, truly things fall as they do, like, I also, another thing was, like, I applied for an assistantship, and I didn't get it. Two days later, I got an email if I want to be a TA. So, things like that, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's, it's hard to, my biggest thing is that, like, if something happens to you, and it makes you upset, like, yeah, it's good to look forward and be like, oh, everything will be okay, but you you also still have to let yourself feel. Yes. That's, like, my biggest Say pet peeve. Say it loud peeve. for the people in the back, <laughs> My for real. biggest pet peeve is, like, when, like, I'll vent to someone and they'll be like, but it'll be okay, and I'm like, I'm sad. Yeah. Let me be sad for an hour. Like, let me yeah. just, like, moat for a second. Let me go get Chick-fil-A and just cry for, like, ten mm-hmm. minutes, and then, like, I'll be fine, you know? Because yeah. you have to let yourself feel through that, you know? I, and I think we're both are very optimistic people. Mm-hmm. And it is so important that when our when things are happening like that and they are, you know, 
something bad does happen, and it's like, well, everything happens for a reason. Like, especially <laughs> with getting denied about things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like with, like, other things, like death or things, like, like yeah. people are like, okay, you know, yeah, like, mourn. Like you have your but, but with things, everything happens for a reason. Something greater is coming. It's like, that's awesome. And I can't wait. <laughs> and for, I know right? your intentions yeah. are good. <laughs> are great, but, and I love you, but right now is what I just need to feel, and, like, mm-hmm. Giving yourself permission to feel, I think, is really important. I try to... I'm very aware of that when I'm talking to other people, too. Right. Because, especially if you're in a good place, and then someone else is not, and you're like, no, 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 it gets better. Like, I promise (laughs) you. You know what I mean? Like, that's the last thing you want to hear when you're in that place. So, like, just be like, I get it. Like, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I know things will get better for you, like, later on. But right now, let's just feel this. Yeah. You know, like... It's an event, too. Like, I'll sit here and just scream. Like, you know what I mean? And sometimes you don't always need feedback. Like, you right. don't always need feedback in a conversation or advice. It's like, I know what the right thing is to do sometimes. I mean, <laughs> sometimes. No, but I know what the right thing is to do, but it's like, it doesn't make it less hard. Or yeah. it doesn't make it easier. Sometimes I, it makes it harder. Yeah. Because it's like, I know what I have to do, and now I have to do it. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of, I don't know, situations like that that I I think about. and And I think it's just important. I don't know. Just to allow yourself to feel, allow other people to feel, and then it's important to also allow yourself to move on. Yes. Because that's when it also gets sticky. It's like, okay, this is the same thing. Do you see, like, I don't know, that reminds me of, not to be too ADHD all over the place, (laughs) but like, I will be in a situation and, and a problem will happen and I'll look back in my life and that same problem is reoccurring and like, it's almost like a lesson I have to learn. Has there been like a problem in your life that you look back and you're like, oh, this is a problem either reoccurring or I'm still working on or things like that. Yeah, honestly, the biggest thing is just, like, me getting in my head. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, like, I get in, like, weird waves where I'll be like, yeah, like, I'm so empowered. Like, I love myself. Like, I can do anything. And then I'll get into a wave where I'm like, is what I said? Did I, did I come off too strong? Did I come off, like, standoffish? Like, did I say this word wrong? Like, stuff like that. And that's, like, a reoccurring problem that I have. And, like, I'm fully aware of it, which is, like, the worst part. And that is a lesson that I think I'm still learning of, like, you are you and, and you know, you can't control how people look at you. You just kind of have to do your own thing and whoever loves you will love you and, you know, you attract the people that you, I guess, like, come out to. Yeah. But um, it's still something that I'm learning because it's just, like, that's just always been a problem of just, like, you know, like, leaving a room and you're, like, oh, how did I come off? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. My issue has been I will be seeking... Um, there's a quote actually I want to read because I will be seeking external validation mm. and things like that. That's kind of been my mm-hmm. lately when I'm not feeling very confident. Right. Um, where did I put it? Okay. This, I was listening to a podcast like yesterday, of course. This is so meta. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally. So, and it said, if he, if my healing is dependent on your response, then I'm not ready to share it. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that. Yeah. Because I thought about, like, I'm always seeking external validation. or I'm always seeking, um, not, I mean, not always, but, like, always, like, okay, is this okay? Did I do this right? Yeah. Is this whatever? Or, like, hey, let me let me tell you about this. And what do you think about this? And it's, like, if I need to go and ask someone else if this is right or if this is wrong, like, constantly, mm-hmm. like, maybe I need to, I'm not ready to share it yet. Like, maybe right. I need to think about it myself first, and then I can go ahead and share it and let's yeah. see, like, Hey, this is what happened. Like, even today, example. <laughs> stupid, stupid example. But when I was getting dressed, I tried on, like, four different outfits. 
And I saw this outfit and I was like, okay, this isn't kind of fun, whatever, but it's, and for those that can't see, it's black and yellow. <laughs> and I was like, am I a bumblebee? And I was like, you know what? Like, I put it on and it made me happy. I was like, who cares? Yeah. Like, who cares if, so I was like, you know what? And I didn't ask, I didn't FaceTime any of my fashion friends, mm-hmm. which I have a lot. And <laughs> oh, then go next, I have a whole, whole, yeah, oh my gosh. Fashion friends. Literally a whole, and I love them and they help me so much. But I was like, this one, I'm going to put on just me and like, right. I like it and whatever. And. I don't know. I struggle with that. That's one of my things that I find reoccurring is like seeking that mm-hmm. external validation. And it's also my love language is like words of affirmation. Oh, I know so. the same thing. Yes. Was that like your main love language? Or yeah. Like, okay. like I'm very communicative. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very much someone that I've, I've learned. I've gotten more and more throughout the years that I'm very outspoken. Mm-hmm. And I wish I wasn't like this, but I'll, I, for the most part, I'll say it how it is. Um, and I like when people have that same energy cause it like, it's also like validating. I never have to wonder, like, um, I would have friends that like, I, you know, you have like new friends and you're like, do they like, like me as a friend as yeah. much? Like not in like a romantic, but just in like a friendship of like, do they see me this much as a friend as I do with them? And like, that's why like, I love the communication of like going back and forth of like, okay, like I'm. Because it's also, it gives you, like, a security of, like, okay, like, this, like, I know this is a homie. Like, I know this is someone that, like, I can go to or call or, like, just go out to lunch or anything like yes. that. Um, but, yeah, that's, like, my main love language is, like, words of affirmation and just communication in general. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm also, like, quality time. Mm-hmm. I'm a big one on that. Like, spending quality time. I used to think it was, like, gifts and that kind of thing. Right. Um, because I liked, but then I realized I was, like, no, it's just, like, quality time and thoughtfulness. Yeah. That's really all that it is. Someone could give me a and they're like this pen made me think of you yeah I'm like oh my god like you thought of me yeah Yeah. you thought of me like that kind of thing um well there is one thing I wanted to do I have this book okay and I was thinking about this because I was like thinking I was like what are we going to talk about all this stuff (laughs) like Jordan's a cool person I was like you'd be a good person to do this with so this book's called If and it's called Questions for the Game of Life it's by Evelyn McFarlane and James Saywell and this book I found in my mom's um, literally in her, like, I don't even know, in our living room, and mm-hmm. it, she just has a bunch of books that she has not read, but whatever, so, and I took it, uh, she said yes, um, but it's just a bunch of questions, and I don't know, I thought it'd be fun if we picked a couple, yeah. I didn't, I didn't look through this at all ahead of time, um, but kind of look at a couple and see if we wanted to ask them, I thought it'd be fun, so, let's see, I just... Whoops. And some are, like, stupid, and then others are, like, <laughs> super deep. So, mm-hmm. ooh, okay. If you could commit one crime without being caught, what crime would you commit? Probably something federal, just so I can make federal. a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like, save it for something. But just, like, if I could, like, rob a bank. Yeah. <laughs> if I could rob a bank and just, like, you know, be sitting on some money for a little bit, like, help someone out a little bit, like, just, like, my biggest thing is, like, I, like, financially, like, financial comfort is, like, something that I should not strive for, but, like, it's something that I definitely, like, would like with a job, so, like, if I can commit a crime, I'm like, I know about it, I'll rob a bank. I'm trying to think, I, here, I'm gonna give this to you, I, like, like, I was, like, thinking, like, yes, that'd be my first one I would think of, is, you know, robbing a bank or making some type of money but then which I would do that too don't get me wrong 
but to be different because I can't just be like, yeah, ditto. <laughs> um, I think I would do something like an experience-wise in the sense of like, who's someone really cool? Like Oprah? I love Oprah. Like what if I could just like break and en- no. <laughs> break and enter into Oprah's house and just go hang out with her and like either one, she'd kick me out or she didn't even have to be there. If no. I could just go live in Oprah's house for just, like... Just like vibe around for a little she bit. She has like 15 houses. <laughs> she would one and just live there for a little while like that would be pretty cool and just to see like um what's what she's reading what's in her kitchen like I would love to do someone I really admire yeah um I think that would just be a good she one. Got going on, yeah honestly. just what she's got yeah. going on like what's going on in there or the Kardashians that'd be an interesting I'm one I'm so curious about them me too they are like because they're one of the most like famous mm-hmm. families but like there's something about them that I'm like, I feel like if you were to actually go to, like, their real houses, it's just, like, a ranch. Mm. Like, just, like, just yeah. complete, like, comfort, like, out of everything. Mm. They're just very interesting to me. They are very interesting, and I'm fascinated with them. Not necessarily, like, I want to be them kind of thing, or not necessarily, like, I want to live their life, but, like, they're just fascinating they people. They really are. Like, just strict, like, I don't know. Some, it is. I would, I really would love to hang out with them. Yeah. Just to see what they're actually like. Yeah. Like, just to catch the vibe of, like are you guys actually like this? Yeah. And they seem very intelligent. Very. Like, they seem, a surface level, they're like, mm. but like, they actually seem like very intelligent yeah. people. So I'm like, hmm. I don't know about I mean, that. to build that empire. Well, we know Chris. <laughs> Chris is... No, she knows what she's doing. Because works hard, but Chris Jenner works harder, man. <laughs> she is something. Okay. Uh, take your time. You can look through whatever. I'll just chatter away <laughs> as I do. Maybe get a sip of water. Oh, this one's a good one. If you were to be someone's personal computer, whose would you like to be? Personal computer? Oh, so like you can look through all their stuff? Yeah. Mm. Okay, not to be political here, but (laughs) probably want to be Trump's. Just look at it. Expose the shit out of him. Just post it all over. Like, be like, well, sorry, buddy. Like, I got all your got all your stuff. So. I think that would be a good one. Um, that's the first one that comes to mind. Right. But that would be an, an interesting one. The other person I could think of, and I can't think of a specific person, but a writer would be really interesting to like right. read their book ahead of time. Um, but just strictly, yeah, Trump would be a, a fun one. <laughs> that would be a very fun one. <laughs> yeah, like, sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, pal. Just the password wasn't working. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's banned from all social media, so it's not even like I could post things. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Probably, like, I don't know. Like, I'm really into movies and, like, film and all that, like, cheesy, wheezy stuff. But, like, probably, like a director that I really like because I feel like it would just be really cool to see like how they think mm. like I want to go deep into their word documents and see like how are they making these scenes how are they like also I'm just curious to like how they email people like how they talk to people like are they pretentious are they nice like, yeah. you know what I mean I, I think the same way with like comedians I'm like super into comedy Ooh, that'd be yeah, a good yeah, one yeah. to like see how they're writing like would, Joe Rogan I would love to be in John Lee's computer just to see what like turmoil is going on in there how is he doing is he well He's having a baby. Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> With Olivia Munn. I did not know that. Well, I gotta catch up on him. I don't really know anything that's going on in his life, honestly. He just did um Late Night with Seth Meyers. Okay. And he, like, talked about, like, um, the intervention and stuff like okay, that he good. went through, and it was, it was really good. I need to watch that. I really... 
I love late night. If I could, like, ever work for a show, I'd work for late night. Like, Conan cool. or something like that. That would be cool. SNL would be really cool. Oh, that's a dream. I think that would be a good one. Um, okay, I'm looking at these. Okay, this is a good one. If you had to repeat your exact life over again, exactly as it was from any age, what age would you go back to? Oh. I'm also going to say forward, too, because I don't think you should just have to go back. Like, if there's a certain age, you could go jump in time, too. I would go back to when I was, um, probably, like, a senior in high school. Because, like... That's a good one. That was... I had my first kiss, like, going into my senior year of high school. And I went on a, tr- a youth group trip. And, like, that was, like, the trip of my life. And just, like... Wait, did you have your first kiss at the youth group? Yes. Oh, my pretty God. Nasally, pretty nasally more Jewish. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, it happened there. And just, like, that trip, like, brought me such a new perspective into the world. Like, as, like, study abroad cheesy as that sounds. Mm-hmm. Like, it really did. And I was so bright-eyed. And, like, I was just excited about the world. And... From then on, senior year to freshman year of college, like, that gap was just, like, chaos, but in the best way possible. Oh, that's good. Like, okay, like, how so? Just, like, so much growth. Like, leaving home to go live with someone that I met on, like, Facebook, like, Messenger, nice. and, like, um, like, my first year of college and everything like that, like, was just such a transformative time because I grew up in the same place my whole life, and, um with the same people who, like, to this day, I have, like, my best friends from back home, but it was so crazy to, like, move up here, because it was such a culture shock, number one, like, I'm from Miami, where it's, like, it's night and day, um, (laughs) yeah, you're from Miami, you don't seem like you're from Miami, and I mean that the best way possible, (laughs) but you do not, like, I forget, that's so funny. No, someone said to me the other day, they were like, oh, you're from Miami, but you're so pale. I'm like, thank you. Oh, jeez. I was like, thank you for that one. I really appreciate oh, it. Like, <laughs> People are knuckleheads. It's not even, not like that, just I, the, and I love Miami, and my best friend's from Miami, mm. but the superficialness and the faciness that is was, what I mean by, like, you're not. And thank you. Yes, you're not. <laughs> um, and that's what I sometimes think of with Miami. Sometimes that can yeah. happen. They go hand in hand, but, um, yeah, no. Okay, so, wait, so do you mean your first college roommate was who you met on? Yeah, Facebook, Facebook person? Messenger. Oh, or, or message, not marketplace. <laughs> oh, God. I just Please. found her. Yeah, I just found her. Yeah, yeah, we met on, um, like, I moved into my dorm. Well, like, we had, like, a dorm group, and I, they were like, okay, you can pick your roommate, and I ended up just finding her on a whim. We became, like, best friends, like, to this day, like, she's one of my best friends, and that was, like, so transformative because like you said like Miami is kind of associated with superficialness and not saying that I'm like the most genuine person in the world but like growing up and you know being in that setting was just not super duper fun um I'm not super girly but I'm also not a tomboy tomboy so I never really felt like I like fit in in a way which is so cliche but I just really never did like I wasn't super into girly stuff and I wasn't super bro enough to be with the bros and I was kind of just like coasting um like I had my best friends but like self-esteem wise I never felt like I fit in and coming to college it was awesome because there was a niche for everything like we go to club down under every week and we go see like a stand-up show which like I would never imagine doing back home and like all these different concerts and just like even with art and stuff like that like I didn't really like I used to write and stuff when I was like in high school but like I never thought to turn my writing into art or you know express myself that way until I got into college and I was like wait I can make a whole Instagram on this I can you know download Photoshop and just play with it and 
that's why it was just so transformative because that's when I started to like realize myself a little bit more of like oh wait I like doing these things like this is what I enjoy and like if no one else likes it I can still like it like you know what I mean yeah for sure did you do you publish any of your writing or anything like that like do you have a blog or anything yeah so I have mostly just like I have like an Instagram page um which is all my graphics it's called Jordan Jordan. yeah at Jordan makes things okay um (laughs) And then I've gotten published in, like, poetry books before. Oh, was sick. Yeah. <laughs> My mom bought the book and everything. It's, like, on her shelf. Um, but I would love to write a book one day, um, whether it be full of poetry or anything. Like, I have one book that I love. It's called This Modern Love, and it's written by Will Derbyshire. And he – it's written – it's split into three parts. It's called The Before, The During, and then The After. So it's supposed to be representative of – you know, like the chase of a romance, and then the middle is, like, during, and then the afters to break up. And what he did is that he released kind of, like, a Tumblr post, because when Tumblr was big, and he was, like, send me letters you would write to your significant other, to your ex, to your before. And it's basically just, like, a book, a culmination of letters and poetry and, and pictures that people would write to others, and it's so interesting because it connects you to people around the world when you felt so alone. So, like, I want to do something like that where it would be, like, a culmination of things from other people, but also just, like, poetry and writings and things of that nature. Okay. Would you, what would you want it to be about? Would you want it to be about, like, romance things or or what kind of genre? I feel like it would be cool to develop something on growth mm. and just, like, finding yourself a little bit more. Um, like, becoming into that individuality and, and self-esteem and everything through that realm because I feel like that's what a lot of people deal with, especially with romance because I feel like as a society but like there is almost like a pressure of like validation within romance mm-hmm. and I feel like it's really important to kind of stray from that and it's like no like you can you can be validated by yourself and then you can find someone that you like like yeah. that kind of vibe yeah amen <laughs> that's something I'm working on a lot right now is, is, yeah, <laughs> is just working on like it's okay like because not gonna lie right now I definitely want to be in a relationship mm-hmm. and I think I'm at that phase where like in the future I'm like okay like I, and this is very um, opposite of what I think society is telling us now. But, like, I know in my life I'm going to be a mom. Like, that is, like, part of my purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, that is who I am. So, like, the thought of, like, okay, you know, like, you're dating. Then I get married. <laughs> then I have a kid. And yeah. I, well, I'm also killing it in my career. Like, that's something that I really want. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now in society that's very frowned upon kind yeah. of thing. It's like, you want to be a mom? You already were thinking about kids. And so you're 22. Like, calm down. And it's like. That's something I want, and, like, it took me a while to realize that. Um, But the point of that is, is because that's one of my goals, you know, I'm like, okay, so, you know, when am I going to start dating, or when Mm -hmm. am I going to start... And it's like, you know, everything happens for a reason. Timing's everything, Mm -hmm. and not forcing anything, and and just kind of... I think right now is a time in my life, and maybe in yours too, is, like, focusing on ourselves, and just being like, okay, let me fall in love with myself. As yes. cliche as it is. But no, like, absolutely. So it's so important. And I didn't realize that until recently. But it's so important to, like, like your, love yourself completely before getting involved with anyone else. And, like, I used to hear that and be like, yeah, whatever. And then, yeah. you know, like, I went through a breakup and, like, I kind of assessed where I was. And then, like, I, you know, like, I try to get involved with other people. And I kind of saw myself and I was like, I'm not ready. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not, like... Because I started seeing myself seeking validation, like how you're saying, over in someone else. And it's silly because it's like, 
part of me is like, I'm too old for this to be like waiting for a Snapchat or something yeah. like that. But I saw myself like seeking validation through something like that. And I was, and I caught myself. I was like, no, <laughs> we're ending this now. And you, it's so true. Like you really need to like make sure that you're kind of like doing your own thing in a way. Yeah. And then whoever comes, comes in a way. Yeah. I think, and, and that whole like loving yourself too, like, I think there's different phases of it too. Like it's a continuous thing that you have to work on. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't realize when I went to, and you were talking about that growth period. And I think also my, to bring that back also, like I, my period, time period would be probably senior year as well. Mm-hmm. And it was an awesome time and all this stuff, but I grew so much my freshman year of college, um, staying home, but I'm so different than I was my freshman year. And I thought that once I grew, I had it figured out. I'm like, okay, I'm listening to podcasts now. I'm working mm-hmm. out now. Like, and I started doing all those things and I was like, oh, I know who I am and I know my opinions on everything. But it's so crazy because now I look, you know, coming to FSU and doing all that stuff that now my views on things and, and my experiences and the people I've met, like everything's not black and white anymore. Mm-hmm. And I so thought it was and it keeps changing and I know yeah. I'm not going to be the person I am now in the future. And it's just weird because I thought that like, oh, you grow and then you become this person and then you're okay, good. you're yeah. good. Yeah, like, that's it. And, and you don't, you have to continue like, okay, I grew a little bit. Okay. It's a little comfortable. Mm-hmm. I have to learn who I am again. And like constantly figuring out what you believe in, what you, what you think. And I don't know where also are at that age where that's also a very big thing, but I hope that in the future I'm still also thinking like, okay, questioning everything almost, you know? So I don't know. That was kind of a, a thing I never realized with Mm -hmm. growth that it is, you're always growing. Yeah. Literally always. And all these factors keep on coming in that like throw you a curveball and you're like, Oh, I didn't know I have to do with that one. Mm -hmm. Like when I was going through, I'm still going through my growth period. Like I never thought about reputation, Mm -hmm. like of how other people perceive me, especially within like peers and things like that. And then I was like, wow, like, it means more than we think. And it's, it's scary. And that was like another thing in my mind. I was like, Oh no, now I gotta worry about this one as I go forward. Yeah. And I mean, also, I think that also happens a lot more with reputation and stuff when we do have our close knit friend group, you Mm -hmm. know, it is close knit, but there's a lot of us. And, (laughs) and in that, I think it also is reputation because you're thinking about things and Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. But I, I have a weird thing with reputation. I don't know. I mean, it does, it matters a lot. Like, especially like first impressions, they matter so much. Um, and I go back and forth between this, like, I'm going to be a hundred percent authentic myself to, okay. I also need to be professional or whatever to, I also need to respect what this person's thinking. And it's really hard. It's a fine line that I think, cause people are like, be like, like I have up here, like stay authentic, like, be, like radically honest or whatever. Uh-huh. And it's like, yes, but there's also a time and a place. Like, yes, you know, my radical honest self may like wearing, you know, jean shorts and a tank top every day. Not true, but may <laughs> want to wear that every day. Yeah. For the record, I really like dresses and really like them, mm. but and you know, you can't show up to a job interview in that. No. So it's like, how do you conform to society yeah. at the same, like, it's a, I don't know. It's kind of dicey. It's, it's very thing. like, so, for example, last night I had tryouts for something, and, like, it was very, uh, like, what's the word? Like, casual. They just want to get to know you. And I was, like, 
on this weird cusp of like, am, do I act 100% myself? Or are they still looking for that professionalism? And it's like, it's hard because you don't want to come off as too like, oh, like, hello, how are you? But you don't want to come off as like, I don't care. And I think that's like the scariest part, like, especially with workplaces, like getting too comfortable too fast. Like you don't want to come so off true. like you don't care, but you're like, I'm just comfortable with you guys. Mm-hmm. But you still have to keep that like demeanor in yeah. a way. I, I struggled with that a lot over um, summer because, mm-hmm. you know, you're at a summer camp, you're staying there 100% of the time, so that professionalism turns into just being your whole life, and, right. like, you have to figure out, like, okay, now I have to kind of be myself, so I totally, totally agree with that, and I don't know what the right answer is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there is a right answer um, on that, but anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, anything else you want to leave the people with? You know, stay true to yourself, love yourself, like, which is so cliche, but love yourself. I, doesn't it make you, like, not want to say it anymore because it's so cliche, yeah. but it's so true. It's like, I'm saying it, I'm telling everyone, but I'm like, take your own advice yes. <laughs> kind of thing. Um, one thing I always do is, like, I listen, I listen to a song called Sunscreen, and, like, for any viewers, like, please listen to it, it'll ground it you. So, it's a poem, but it's narrated by Baz Luhrmann, who is a director, and he directed uh, The Great Gatsby. And, like, those type of movies, um, highly recommend him, too. And um, there's just so many quotes in there. And, like, if you ever want to ground yourself, like, do that one. Like, one of my favorites is, like, sometimes you're ahead, sometimes you're behind. The race is long, but it's only with yourself. Mm. And that, like, always stuck in my head because it's, like, love yourself, love what you do because you're not competing with anyone. So, yeah, that's kind of, like, my little tidbit of the day. (laughs) I like that that so much. Um, Where can the people find you? Plug that other Instagram again. You can find me at at Jordo Makes Things. And I'm trying to do kind of like a like a wellness account, but she's still getting taken off. But if you want to follow it now, it's called Blooming by Jay. Oh cute. And, um, I don't know if I follow that. I gotta check. I put it on private for now just because I was like reworking it. But um I wanna start doing that just to post whatever I want about like food and health and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. I love it. <laughs> well thank you. It has thank been so a much. long time coming. Um, and as always, you can find me at Compilation of Lindsay Bauer. I'm also at Compilation of Linz Bauer on TikTok. We've been making some vlogs lately. And also www.compilationoflindsaybauer.wordpress, because I will not pay, .com. Um, love you guys, and thanks for listening. Mwah.